0: So if you follow me on social media, which I hope you do, the entire month of April has been focused on sharing tips, strategies, hacks, basically everything to do with optimizing your social media marketing. I've been sharing daily tips on my stories and every post, every reel has been focused on making the most of this low cost or no cost marketing tool for you being a mum in business. And of course, the focus of this podcast is also centered around social media marketing, So today, I'm talking about how you can skyrocket your social media using strategy. Now, you know I love a good strategy, so there's quite a bit to cover. And so I've actually decided to make this a two-part podcast. Part one is this week and part two will be next week. So the other thing that's also happening very soon is that if you've been following along this month, you'll already know about this, but You would have been loving hearing on the podcast, seeing on my social media feed and all the different areas that I've been creating this social media uh, frenzy, I guess. I've also got a three-day challenge coming up. It's called Save Time on Social Media. And that's where I'm going to go into detail and share my system on how I create social media content and how to save time doing it. So it's happening on the 3rd, the 4th, and the 5th of May. It's a daily 45-minute session, so nice and quick and easy. And I'm going to be including a whole bunch of templates as well. So those templates are going to give you so, so, so much value that you can use time and time again. I've got a list of 50 post ideas that you can use straight away. I've also got 50 Canva templates for you to adapt and use your own branding and your style. So that alone is going to save you hours and hours of work. And the great thing about this whole three-day challenge is that it's only $27 for the entire three-day challenge. If you want to grab a ticket, just head over to donahan.com forward slash three-day challenge. That's where you can pick your ticket up. But now let's jump into part one of this two-part series because I have so much to say on this topic. There's going to be two parts It's all going to be super useful to you. So let's do it.
1: Hello, I'm Donna Han, a business coach and an online course creator, and this is the She's in Business podcast. You can think of me as your business bestie, who's a few steps ahead of where you are right now. As a mum fueled with ambition and determination, I've created and sold three businesses, I've learnt the lessons, made mistakes and I understand the daily juggle and the hustle. I also know what it's like when relationships fray and burnout taps you on the shoulder. That was my world until I reshaped and transformed the way I ran my six-figure business. Today I help women to transform their businesses and go from being the overwhelmed entrepreneur to becoming the thriving entrepreneur, feeling energized, empowered, and fulfilled within their business lifestyle. I want to inspire your business journey and help you to stop spinning your wheels because I want you to burn bright instead of burning out. And I'll invite other entrepreneurs to share their real life stories too because I want you to know that you're not alone. You can be the savvy entrepreneur that you were born to be and enjoy the freedom to do the things and be present with the people that mean the most to you. So if you're ready to rise to the next level and build a business by design, this is the She's in Business podcast for mums who are made for more.
0: Okay. So as I said, this is going to be a two part series of the podcast. We're going to really kickstart your transformation in business in making social media less stressful, less overwhelming. And what I've done is I've broken it down into four kind of parts. So I'm going to cover the first two parts today. And then the next two parts will be in next week's episode of the podcast. So I'm going to talk about today showcasing what you do and how you do it and how you need to map out the attraction and your sales funnel within your business even before you start doing your social media marketing. Then I want to talk about part 2, which is your brand strength. So getting to know the anatomy of branding a little bit, I'm going to give you a bit of an insight, a bit of a crash course in that, and then creating a strong visual brand on social media. After all, social media is all about the visual. Part 3, which I'll cover next week, is going to be nailing your niche market. So really getting a clear understanding of who your ideal customer avatar is and getting your marketing message super clear to those people. And then part four will be how to create structure around your content. So what to post, how much to post, what sorts of things to cover in your posts and how to do it in a way that's really engaging. So in a nutshell, there's the overview of what this two-part series is going to be all about. So kicking off, how do you showcase what you do and how you do it. What I'm really talking about here is what makes you different from other people in your industry. It's not enough just to do a show and tell of what you do and leave it at that. You need to create a whole lot of trust around what you do, how you do it and why you do it. And you can do that a whole lot faster if you share this through your social media strategy all the time. So the example I'm going to use is from my dance studio business, which I recently sold and I've got to do, I need to do an episode on the whole sale of that business because like many business owners, you know, I've, I've done that. I sold that earlier, January this year, 2022, really excited, very proud of it, but I haven't really spoken much about it. So that's another episode that I'll have to do in the future to give you insight into why I sold it and how I sold it. but just to rewind back and use that dance studio as an example of what I'm trying to communicate here is with the dance studio, there were four or five other studios in the same area as us and we're a very small community. So where I'm located is about 600 Ks north of Brisbane in Queensland. So it's a very small community and four or five studios in that area is quite a lot. You would say that perhaps it was saturated. And essentially we all do the same thing. We teach dance in a variety of styles to a variety of age groups in the same local area. But what made My Dance Studio the go-to for that area was how we did what we did and why we did it. And the fact that we communicated that consistently all the time. We were very clear on our company values. We infused them in everything that we did and that included our social media content. So where that originated from was that I took the time to write a mission statement. It communicated consistently why we did what we did and how we did it. It was very clear through everything that we did including our social media. So if you don't already have a mission statement, I'm going to read to you the one that I developed for my dance studio to Give you a bit of, I guess, an indication of what it could sound like, aside from being that corporate, dry, boring mission statement that just lives on the wall. So ours went like this, more than a dance studio, more like a family. Dance Kicks is a creative and nurturing space where students feel empowered and encouraged to celebrate individuality as part of our tribe. Our team goal is to foster an energized environment of positivity, where students can be inspired, motivated and supported on their dance journey. We aim to deliver sound foundations in dance education and exciting challenges as students advance their skills. Students are encouraged to dream, believe and succeed, not just as dancers, but within the wider community too. Our hope is that years from now, you will know joining Dance Kicks was one of the best decisions you ever made. You found more than a dance studio, you found a dance family. So the reason that it's constructed in that way is because we are going above and beyond in the service that we deliver. So it's not just a dance class. It's way more than a dance class. So if you don't have a mission statement, if this is something that maybe you struggle to do, you can invest in a copywriter to help you do it and it will be one of the most valuable pieces of marketing material for your business if you use it to its purpose and its potential. And so the other part of this in understanding and communicating what you do and how you do it is to have a really clear understanding for yourself and for your staff in how you're going to attract new clients and customers into your sales funnel. Now. You could draw a diagram. You could draw like a flowchart to map this out. This is typically what I like to do is to draw a bit of a flow chart for myself and then make it all pretty. But it's about how to understand where people are coming from when they come into your business flow. Now, no matter what type of business that you have, you should have a sales funnel. If you want to make money, which isn't that part of the reason why you started your business, you need to have a sales funnel. So You need to understand and discover where people are discovering you on social media and then work out your strategy for engaging with them. You might have a highly converting page that gets you sales on your website or your social commerce shop without the need to really interact with your clients and customers. But if you don't, then you can build some really great long-term trading relationships through DMs. And that works really, really well in starting a conversation. And that then allows you to build a relationship with that client or customer or potential client or customer. So that if you are doing a sale promotion or a new release or an event that you've got coming up, you can send them a DM and let them know about it. And eventually, you're going to lead them to buy from you. Now, don't go spamming people with messages. We don't want that but just be the real person behind the brand. Part of what's inspired me to tell you about this is, it was a fair few months ago now, but I read a book called Of Gold and Dust by Samantha Wills. If you haven't read it, it's fantastic. She talks about how the growth of her brand came from building a community around her brand. It came from being approachable. It came from returning DMs and interacting with her customers. And through that, she created a lot of loyalty and people would seek out to buy like her entire collection. One of her most famous pieces, oh, sorry, if you don't know, Samantha Wills is an Australian uh, jewellery designer, built a multi-million dollar international brand and then decided that she didn't want to do it anymore and she walked away from it um, and now she's doing other great things. But one of the most popular item that she sold was the Bardo ring. And she created it in a whole bunch of different colors. And people would seek out to like build a collection of barjo rings because she built this amazing community and loyalty around her her brand. And so this is where branding really comes in on so many different levels. And I'm going to talk about branding more in just a second. But you need to understand your attraction funnel and your sales funnel for your business. And then my other advice around this is to have a lead tracker. So especially if you've got like high ticket or high price services and products, a simple spreadsheet or a CRM system so that you don't lose track of those leads and then reach out to them from time to time, keep that connection, build that client relationship so that you've got a long-term business relationship with that client or customer and you know making it easy for them is what's going to really skyrocket the sales within your business which i've talked about a lot in different podcasts and i'm going to talk about it a lot in the 3-day challenge that's coming up really soon as well in how you need to make it frictionless for your clients and customers when they're coming in and buying from you but a little bit more about this is really understanding how your social media strategy plays into the bigger picture of your marketing plan and your customer journey, so really mapping out the process so that you can communicate that with your staff if you've got staff to ensure that your team is all on the same page and working towards the same goals. Now, I'm going to jump into an overview of branding anatomy. I usually do this with a visual guide. So usually I've got my infographic that goes along with this, so it makes it really easy to explain. So we'll see, we'll see how we go in explaining this on a podcast without the visual guide. But what we need to really understand here is we're building a strong brand for our business and social media is part of that, right? And social media is very visual. So I'm going to talk a lot about the visual brand of this, but I do also want to describe to you the overall brand anatomy of a strong business. So if you imagine a circle and that circle is broken into five different pieces, I'm going to briefly describe what each of those five pieces are. And then we'll go into more detail around the visual brand, which is one of those pieces. So first of all, we need to look at our branding for our business, like uh, break it into an anatomy. So one of those pieces is internal brand. So that's really knowing your purpose, your vision, your mission, and your values for your business, which I just talked a little bit about previously. Obviously, we go into this in a lot more detail when you're part of my Ready to Rise program. We unpack this and go right into this. So giving you a bit of an overview of this today, but your internal brand is your purpose, your vision, your mission, and your values. Then the next part of your brand anatomy is your brand positioning. So what we're talking about here is understanding your audience, getting really clear on how you position yourself within that audience, and understanding the differences that you have that set you apart from your competitors. Then we move into character. So part of brand anatomy is also character. So what is your personality? What is your brand voice? What is the brand personality and the brand voice that you want to be known for? Another part of brand anatomy is verbal expression. So this is your core message that you deliver all the time throughout all of your marketing. It's how you uh, describe the story of your business. It's your promise in what you deliver through your products and services. Another way of framing that is like, what is your billboard sign? What is the big neon sign that flashes over the top of your business that you become recognizable for? And the final part of brand anatomy is your visual brand. So your visual identity, the presence that you bring. And that's where you know we're going to get really clear around social media being that it is very visual. But the reason I've described the whole brand anatomy to you in a very brief description is because to get the most out of your branding, to build a really strong brand, you need to focus on not just what's visual, but all of the other stuff as well because that's what really builds substance. That's what really builds foundation. And if you get really clear on that, then your business is going to skyrocket, especially when it comes to branding. So the other reason why I explain this to you is because customers will often buy based on emotion and desire over logic. Consumers don't necessarily buy products and services We buy communities, we buy transformations, we buy extensions of our identities. And as business owners, a lot of the time we get stuck in selling the functional aspects. But what I want you to understand and get inspired about is thinking more about how the product or service is going to enhance the emotional experience for your client or customer. What is it about the program? What is it about the product or the service that's going to help that customer on a transformational journey? For us, if I go back to the dance studio, we were providing dance classes, but the transformational journey came when we were talking about building confidence and social skills. What is it about the product or service that you offer that becomes an extension of their identity? Now, that one is a pretty big topic to dig into. So I'll try and cover it really briefly. But What I'm talking about there is say you have a product which is uh, clothing for children. When that parent purchases that piece of clothing for that child, what is the extension of their identity that they're providing for them? What does it say about the child when they're dressed well? What does it say about the parent when they're dressed well? But not only that, is it on trend? Is it the the type of fabric and cut and design and style that is on trend right now that gives an extension of the identity of the parent and the child that they're fashionable that they're rocking the goods and that can be really important to people so that's just one example of how that works but you need to really understand that for your business so that then you can market it really well now the other thing that i want to touch on here is in more detail is how we buy with our eyes whether we like it or not and that's where social media is so powerful. Another way to really become recognizable and consistent with your marketing, which you absolutely should be doing on your socials, is to create a visual brand board for your business. And one way of doing that and keeping it clean and keeping it consistent is to have a brand board. And so I want to give you that today. I've got a visual brand board, which is completely free. It's a template that you can use. It's based on Canva. So you can just switch out the colors and the text and the images. And then you can use that to keep your brand consistent. Your team can use it. You can pass it on to a graphic designer if they're doing your website or if they're designing some of your social media content for you. You've got it all consistently in one. So if you want to grab that, head over to Donahan.com forward slash free brand board and you'll get it there. A really great exercise is to actually do a social media audit of your own page. So have a look subjectively. Does the visual brand that you're putting out there, the content that you're putting out there, does it represent the look and feel of what you want to deliver to your clients and customers? Your visual brand, like it or not, will have an absolute direct effect on your pricing or what people are willing to pay for your product or service. So you need to make sure that the quality of what you do is also reflected in your visual brand. Making sure that it doesn't look slapped together, it doesn't look too cheap. Because if it does, people are going to also presume that the quality of whatever it is that you provide within your business is also cheap and low quality and slapped together. On the flip side, if you've got a really high price point, make sure that your visual identity or your visual brand also reflects high quality. So definitely jump in and grab my free brand board template. Super easy to download and you can just jump into Canva and make all the changes to make it your own and also make sure that you're auditing yourself on a regular basis when looking at your social media. So the other thing I want to touch on here just briefly before I wrap up this episode of the podcast is talking about brand strength. So what I'm talking about here is you want to create a brand for your business through social media that has a high brand recall. So when someone says, for example, dance classes, they instantly think of my business, Dance Kicks. If someone is thinking of wanting to buy a particular product or service, they want to instantly think of you. So you want to create that high brand recall. Also, you want to create a high level of desire. So you want your customers or your potential customers and clients to want it. They need to have it. How are you going to do that in your business? And the other thing is to create a really positive reputation. So you want people to buy from you for all the right reasons. And that comes back to knowing what your why is for your business and having that really clear mission statement that I uh, read out to you earlier in the piece is using that and then don't be afraid of repetitive language. Name and claim your space. Understand what that neon sign would be that describes your business in a nutshell that people are going to be uh, seeking you out for. Making sure that you've built around that a really great brand experience in the customer journey that you're going to give to that new client. And also, it's about creating that extension of identity in order for them to feel how they want to feel or to be seen how they want to be seen. Is your service or product going to do that for them? It's about creating really savvy marketing on social media to help people understand that you are their person, that you are their brand, that they need the product and service from you and what you're providing is perfect for them. They need to know that you are the ideal person, that you are offering the ideal program, that you are offering the ideal product or service, and they need to get it from you. So. I'm going to wrap it up there for now because I think that I've given you a whole bunch of stuff that's probably filled your head. It's part one of this two-part series where I'm giving you the different strategies that you need to put in place to really skyrocket your business. And as I said at the beginning of the episode, if you want to take this to the next level, if you want to dive deeper into this with me, then I've got that 3-day challenge coming up on the 3rd, 4th and 5th of May where I'm going to teach you how to save time on social media, but also be really purposeful in the way that you show up on social media so you can continue to build that really strong brand that converts to more customers and more sales for your business. So that's the next level up on what we've scratched today. And a really common experience that I see a lot of mums in business have is that social media comes with a really big dose of dread and maybe stress and overwhelm when it comes to knowing what to post, when to post, and how to be consistent on social media. So that's why during this challenge, I'm sharing with you a piece of the recipe that I teach within my program, Ready to Rise, that's going to help you to transform the way that you systemize your social media and how you manage that. And move away from it being such a time suck and so overwhelming. So if you want to grab that, it's remember it's only $27 for the whole of the three-day challenge. That's so a super bargain. Go and grab it at com forward slash three-day challenge. And I will see you back here next week for part two of this podcast, where I'm going to be talking about all the stuff related to nailing your niche market and how to structure your content in the future. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in again this week and I look forward to sharing more of this great stuff with you next week. Make sure you check out the show notes for anything extra I talked about today. If you liked the episode, make sure you subscribe and I'd love it if you left me a review. Even better, share it with a friend because what I really want is to help women in business feel supported on their business journey. Share it on socials, tag me so that I can give your business a shout out too.